on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, Friday morning, every single newspaper had Ryan Tuberty on the front page and RTE. Pretty much the same story again today and obviously yesterday for the Sunday papers too. Um, basically, all the Irish papers, bar one, have RTE on the front page. So we'll begin with the Irish Times. RTE faces barrage of inquiries from politicians. The national broadcaster facing a torrent of inquiries about its financial dealings this week as politicians seek answers about the payment scandal that has engulfed the broadcasters. The three-party leaders will discuss RTE at their weekly meeting tonight. Arts Minister Catherine Martin will brief her Cabinet colleagues tomorrow. Then Wednesday we've one committee and then Thursday we have another committee. I'm not sure members of the public are going to be glued uh, to a rockless committees. I think what people are probably talking about now is the licence fee. Certainly that's what I was hearing from people over the weekend going, why would you pay it anymore? Obviously you have to pay your TV licence but it's rare enough now that we're hearing people openly discussing the licence fee as a result of this controversy. So maybe that's where people's minds are at. Politicians want to grill them. They want to get them in two committees this week. So that's the front of the Irish Times. Then you go to the front of the Irish Daily Mail. TD's going to demand full disclosure from RTE on Star Salaries. Uh, that's from the mail. We heard from Brian Stanley, TD, yesterday here on News Talk. He was very, very strong. On with uh, Gavin Riley. He listened back to the podcast of it, but Brian Stanley in no doubt as to his views on RT and the handling of all of this. And he's not the only politician, so they're chomping at the bit. Uh, some of the papers say the knives are out for RT. And you wonder if some politicians have a little bit of a score to settle or want to get their own back on RTE because they're, it would seem, kind of enjoying some of the controversy surrounding the state broadcaster. But obviously some also feel it's very serious. Then you go to the Irish Sun, RTE's web of deceit. The Irish people have been betrayed by RTE's web of deceit around its secret payments to Ryan Tuberty. TDs have said, and they want full disclosure from the RT top brass. Then the Irish Daily Star, no cover-ups of grubby deal. They have an interview with uh, Eamon Dunphy, who's calling on Minister Catherine Martin to find out today who in RT signed off on Ryan Tuberty's grubby pay deal, is how it's described. Uh, and Eamon Dunphy says if Catherine Martin doesn't find it out today, she should resign. And he says that the station cannot be allowed to cover up the controversy. So a lot of people calling for a lot of things in the papers to do with RT. Uh, and I should say, a lot of politicians also looking for D Forbes, the now suspended Director General, to speak out, to talk to the committee, uh, to appear before it. The only paper that doesn't go with RT on its front page, but it does have extensive coverage of it, is the Irish Daily Mirror, which instead goes with that beach tragedy, which is absolutely so sad. This uh, poor woman and poor child yesterday in Cork. So the headline, Mum Dies Saving Son. A mother died while trying to rescue her son who got into difficulty swimming. Um, And she was a young mother too, uh, uh, in her 30s, airlifted to hospital by the Coast Guard 
and a source told the Mirror the exact details remain unclear but it appears the woman was attempting to save her son so she was brought to hospital but tragically died yesterday evening. Her son has been treated for non-life-threatening injuries. The Irish Examiner has a photograph of Elton John on the front page. The headline, it's going to be a long, long time. I'm a bit tired this morning because I watched it until 11 o'clock. Fantastic end uh, to Glastonbury last night and I just kept looking and going, the man is 76 and he's doing two hours in front of what looked like about 100,000 people at Glastonbury last night. Really well worth watching back if you missed Elton John. He played all the hits uh, and every single song you knew. You know, he's just such a successful artist over the past 52 years or however long he's going. But I was even more impressed just before Elton John, Candy Statton was on the BBC uh, at Glastonbury and she's 83 and just the energy that she had. Uh, none of these people really want to retire when you rest your rust and they want to keep going. Um, but the main story on the front of the examiner, uh, they do have RT on the front page, but they also have a key group of independents, which has backed the government on crucial votes, is threatening to pull support over failure to deliver on a number of housing demands. So obviously politicians not happy about the housing situation in Ireland. The regional independent group secured commitments from the government in eight areas in exchange for their support in a confidence vote in April. Do you remember when they were going to lift the evictions ban? But now members of this independent group uh, are taking aim at the junior minister, Mary Butler, who they claim is trying to block their demands around the fair deal scheme. And they say it's now beyond time for the government to get off the pot on the issue. So you can read more about that in the examiner. Staying with housing, obviously you're aware of the situation in Donegal and other areas with the MICA scandal. The Irish Times tells us today that two and a half thousand people could join a class action MICA case. So there's a class action type set of proceedings on behalf of people in Donegal uh, involving 2,260 plaintiffs, but they reckon that number is going to rise to more than two and a half thousand. So these are people who are looking for compensation for the use of defective building products in their home. And the Irish Times has been speaking to the solicitor handling the case uh, and the multi-party action is being funded by a company that is in turn being funded by Donegal businessman Adrian Sheridan. He's given more than two million, according to David Coleman of Coleman Legal, who's acting for the plaintiffs. So watch this space. It's going to be uh, very unusual, very rare that we see this, but two and a half thousand people likely to join it. The Mirror looks at cycling safety this morning uh, and it's quite a stark figure nearly 1,400 people were hospitalised as a result of cycling crashes last year alone and 367 of those were under the age of 19. So a lot of children ending up in hospital after being involved in a cycling crash. Uh, 80 were aged over 70 and they had inpatient admissions in HSE hospitals and the Mirror has an interview with uh, TD Kieran Cannon who is a keen cyclist but he was knocked off his bike by a big SUV in Galway in 2021 and he said that the new figures are deeply disturbing and the fact we have 1,400 people being hospitalised after uh, crashes involving their bike last year he says this is a call to action to make our roads and streets safer for cyclists and vulnerable road users. Couple of final stories, one from The Telegraph. Um, I'm sure you're aware of this. You see it on social media the whole time 
things like it's wine o'clock, rosé all day, uh, all these different sayings. But what they're saying in the Telegraph is that phrases like wine o'clock Uh, could be behind a rise in the number of women struggling with binge drinking. A social media trend normalising drinking wine is becoming increasingly popular with young women. I know of some young women who uh, have definitely two glasses of wine every night of the week. Don't really see a problem with it. They don't, but they do have it. And uh, obviously it does contribute to binge drinking. Women in their 30s are 60% more likely to have a problematic relationship with alcohol than women of the same age back in the 1990s. So they're saying things like wine o'clock and rosé all day are leading to this problem. Uh, And there's also some mothers that I know, there is a thing that once you get your children to bed in the evening, about nine o'clock, the wine bottle opens and it's their way of relaxing. But it could be leading to uh, binge drinking. And final story comes from the Irish Independent. I'll let you make up your own mind on this. I think it's really creepy, but other people might love it. So obviously children, lots of children love teddy bears. But now we're going to have teddy bears fitted with AI technology that will read your child personalised bedtime stories. This is according to a leading toy maker who is VTech. I'm sure you know that brand. Uh, they make toys worldwide for children. And they're suggesting that ChatGPT style software could be put in teddy bears within the next five years. So when your child gets into bed, they will get a story that will contain their name, uh, their friends, their lives, their daily habits, what school they go to and who their friends are. Uh, As I say, some people might think that's very cute. Charities, though, are saying that the technology is going to distort children's ability to learn between fact and fiction. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.